Welcome back to the Lap of Luxury, and we're here to bring you part two of our series on the uh, show that's sweeping the airwaves called Love is Blind. Uh, encourage you to watch the show if you haven't. Uh, it's wild, uh, needless to say. Anyways, we'll get right into it, and uh, we'll even forgo the intro and just start her up here. Uh, again, part two of Love is Blind's discussion. And another thing about the uh, the show, like I don't get when they did that one-on-one where they, you know, they have just the person talking and like kind of talking to the camera and explaining the scene that's happening in the show. Like when they recorded that, because that, that always confuses me because they're wearing the same stuff. I think it's like towards the end before the wedding because she talks about while she's in that one-on-one not even in like her dress or anything, but she's like, that's when she said the whole, like, I'm, I was in love with my ex, but I'm not as in love with Kenny right now. And it's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Again. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just like, I'm still dumbfounded by the fact that Kelly just seemed to like, at the end, all of a sudden, like nothing, like there was no signs of it, but then all of a sudden she was just out, you know? Poor I think Kelly. maybe she got a, like, cause they, they all had their phones back at that point. Do you think maybe he hit her up and was like, Babe, I love you, and I just maybe we could maybe do something. Maybe, or... Yeah, maybe the best friend is the ex. Maybe. Dun dun dun. I don't know. You never know. Plot twist. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, that brought something else up to me. Um, so, they you were talking about kind of like how they were re- potentially just reflecting on the moment, and it wasn't what they actually experienced in the moment. Um, so what did you think about um, Jessica's reaction to seeing herself? I think at one point in the reunion show, she mentioned um, like they're like, we're going to sh- they're like, we're going to show a clip of or a couple clips of Jessica doing whatever Jessica does. And <laughs> uh, she they asked, her, so what do you think about that? He's like, yeah, I've seen she, like she says, like, I've seen that clip about a thousand times i don't want to see it again i just put my head down because i've seen these clips and i don't like what i see and i like what, what do you guys think about her reactions uh to in the show to her behavior on the show i think that was a genuine reaction i think that she was drunk most of the time so she was doing crazy annoying stuff but i don't know but and here's the age-old question if you're drunk does that still show what you're like really thinking? You know what I mean? Like, I think that especially that time in the bachelorette party where she, um, she went to Amber and kind of said some weird things. She said like at the reunion, she was like, "I didn't mean, you know, that's not me." But it's like that was that you, was bitch. You, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but I mean, big. Uh, what is it? Props to like anybody who could have watched themselves in that show after the fact. I absolutely would not have watched it because, and it's also tough. Yeah, it's also tough because you see what the other person is saying too that you don't see in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's Mm -hmm. that's that would be some fucking hurtful stuff. I mean, all these guys and girls, I'm sure, like if they're on the show again, that they got to be some kind of crazier, like resilient. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's like just celebrity, like like what Kanye said. You know, celebrity is a hell of a drug. Um, You know, you get famous (laughs) though. You get, you get famous, and a lot of times people just kill themselves because they can't handle the fame. Um, yeah, like, I'm not saying it harshly. It's just a fact. Um, yeah. I think 
so I re- like after that when I saw Jessica say I really like I may not have like liked everything she did but I had I gained so much respect for her in that moment because she was like to me personally um she was like I didn't like what who I was on that show and when I saw what I actually became which is a, an, another point like people like on a quick side note people never see what they look like or act like when they're drunk. They, they, people tell them something like, Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't really doing that. Or I don't really feel like that. No one has like video footage really ever of these intense moments people have when they're drunk and the people never believe it. And then they see it. And I'm like, wow, I'm a douchebag. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, with, oh, go ahead. Yeah, and the reunion, I mean, just in general, like, everybody who kind of fucked up, they, I think in the reunion, they basically all backtracked in a good way. And, like, come on, a little, you know, a little recovered. And I think, yeah, yeah, Jessica, I mean, like, and everybody kind of put it in a positive light that they grew from it, which was really good. And I, I think especially Jessica understood yeah. kind of what she did, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. And I, I think another, another aspect Jessica brought up, which I think uh, makes sense and I, it was something that I didn't really think of. She was, <laughs> she said she got so much like on social media, so much hate for just how crazy she was acting. And people, people were like, dude, how can you give up somebody like a great guy like Mark? You know, like this dude was eating out of your hand. He was going to do whatever it took to basically make you uh, his queen and you just turn her down like he's a handsome guy like i don't understand and she was like i just got so much flack for that and even still like we laugh about some of the memes going around about her and that's got to be a whole nother can of worms to deal with like people like she's probably stuck at home in her job and all she's doing (laughs) is so like she can't do anything she's got she's got these memes going around about her she went from being just like some normal woman to a woman who's getting made fun of on the internet left and right because people are savages, you know? And like I, like I said, I, I respect the hell out of her for like coming out and be like, yeah, I was not a very good person and I'm not a very good person and I'm really working on improving that. And like, I now that I see that, like I can't even bear to look at myself uh, on that show. I'm like, I'm glad you can admit that. And that's gotta be something tough. And I don't know, just like she's not the type of person to admit when she's wrong. I don't think at least I don't get that vibe. So I think that took a lot of gusto for her. And I think she had to take a real hard look at herself for that. So I don't know. I just not that I would pick her to to win at life anymore. But uh, I, you know, like I'm glad she did that. And like that, that that kind of brought me more joy than anything else. Like it brought me a hell of a lot of a hell of a lot more joy seeing that than what I saw Carlton do at the reunion show. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was good. Uh, what he did, um, which we can talk about, but I just thought it was just kind of cheesy. And I thought he was like, he probably saw that he was acting like a douchebag and, I think he's another person who's just better off. Like, I don't, I don't see him getting married um, to anybody, guy or girl, because he's crazy. Yeah. So we're cool with him. What was it? Carton and who? What's her name? Diamond. Diamond. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, they essentially. So he is by right. Yeah. And he he waited till Mexico to tell her. Which, by the way, this is like for everyone. Um, why? Like, it seems like there was a lot of. I mean, you know, there's a condensed time, I'm sure, in the in the pods. But like, it seemed like there was a lot of conversations that came out after the pods, and like that they are engaged. That they should have been talking about from the get go, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he waited until afterward to tell her that he's dated guys before, and that kind of like you know shocked her a little bit. And then, you know, he's always de- he's you know dealt with that, which like Madison and I were talking about, like wh- why does anybody have an issue with that? You know what I mean? But yeah. and then they just did the classic, like I think a lot of people fall into this trap. I know I have before, where like. You you know you snowball and start saying things you don't mean and before you know it I mean it hasn't gotten to this level with me I guess but before you know it they're just, they're just broken up you know what I mean yeah and it's like it all, it started over nothing and then they just like got out of control and they both let their emotions run you know right um, yeah I I completely agree I and I when he said he was like they they even act, like he kind of brought it up he's like hey are you and then now like we've had this conversation when they're kind of like this solo on the camera, they're having this conversation. It was probably after the fact, but when they were saying, you know, Hey, like, are you going to bring this up that you're like, you know, you're bisexual? It's like, nah, I'm just going to probably wait. I'm like, dude. And we've talked about this on the show. There's some discussions that you really need to have early on to, uh, set up your relationship for success. Um, whether it's having a discussion with like your significant other's parents um or like not just putting a fake facade out there or like having like just being honest and saying hey like this is who i really am and this is what i really feel about this situation um having those discussions are going to be very important and that's kind of a big deal you know somebody should bring that up you know yeah i think it would have worked out for them if he would have said something in the pods and she had a day by herself to just think about it rather than the pressure of being in Mexico and being engaged already. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Um, yeah, that was one that kind of, I mean, obviously fizzled out pretty quickly. Like I would have, I would have liked to have seen how that kind of would have developed. You know what I mean? Um, and also did they just get a free vacation? You know what I mean? Like pretty much. <laughs> that, that's probably part of the uh, attractiveness of that, you know, going on that show too, like all expenses paid, I'm sure, or something like that, you know. Um, I think they had to pay for their wedding. Yeah, I thought that was very odd as well. They had to pay for their wedding dresses, which is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, especially. I'm like you just brought, you brought these people on a show and you basically forced them to get married. Yeah. Why won't why wouldn't you pay for that shit? Yeah. And by the way, was this show made by the Lachey's? Nick Lachey and Vanessa uh Lachey. Lachey. They uh <laughs> yeah, they host it. I wonder if I wonder if he or she like came up with the idea cuz like the experiment essentially, but I thought they did a really good job real quick of in the reunion love for like facilitating or whatever it's called um all the conversations. I think I think they did a good job of like mediating it, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, that, that's crazy how they. I don't know. So, oh, because so they, you guys think they pay? They had to pay for it because Amber was talking about she was like over budget or something like that. Yeah, like she had to get it fitted and stuff. Yeah. She was like hundred dollars over budget. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody else else also said, 
um, hey, like my dad, like th- like one of the dads is like, yeah, my or like or one of the people was like, yeah, my dad said he's gonna pay for the wedding, and I was like, wait, what? What do you mean he's gonna pay for the wedding? He's gonna like yeah. pay for like drinks or he's, he's paying for the whole thing? Yeah, like, I hope it was kind oh. of um, I hope it was uh, what's it called? Uh, discounted or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's also crazy. If you're the girl and you know this is getting paid, like the w- dress is getting paid for, and then or the, maybe the guy, and you know you're gonna say no or something, and it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong yeah. with? Yeah, what are you, you're just wasting people's time and their money. Like, say, forget about it, dude. Like for yeah. real. That's yeah. fugazi, as they would say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so going back to Carlton and Diamond at the reunion, that was that was borderline. Uh, troubling you know what i mean i didn't know where that was gonna go kind of thing but i think yeah. they kind of made up and are you know it was cool that they wanted to be like platonic essentially and just like yeah friendship i i don't know i that also i felt like it was kind of a. Uh, I don't think that was real i think they were just like oh yeah yeah we're friends again and it's just like friends like what are we talking yeah. about friends we're talking yeah, about they're just, yeah they're just never gonna talk to each other again essentially no, and that like, I thought that was kind of cringeworthy. Also, he like I'm glad it would have been worse if he had did not if he did not say uh, so. Let me back up. So he goes back and he gives her the ring that she threw in the pool, um, which I didn't see her throw in the pool. I probably was heads down doing something else. But uh, they got in a fight and he, she throws the ring in the pool. And there, <laughs> I guess he goes to the bottom of the pool, digs it out. Um, he's probably like, man, I could get some money for this. <laughs> yeah. Then that makes me also think that maybe the ring, I thought the rings would be paid for too. I don't think they were. I think they bought them by themselves. But anyways, uh, so, uh, he gets down on one knee and is like, Hey, I just want to, you know, apologize. And he was like, wait, hold on. Like, just let you know, I'm not proposing again. I'm just doing this. And he's like, I apologize, and I'm giving you this ring so you can have it as a, you know, a token of our good times or whatever. And I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, good times? I don't, I don't think you guys ever had a good time. Uh, he was another self saboteur too. Um, you can kind of see like his, their first initial interactions when they had a fight that night. Um, he was just like, he was just being a dick, like the whole time. He, was trying, he thought he was trying to be cute or something, and he was just being mean. Yeah, he was being a player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably even a better word like that. Yeah. He definitely was trying. He was like, why are you doing Why are you being like this? This is like your fiance. Just be normal. Yeah, exactly. And I think they kind of seemed like they were like both really committed like he was, but it was almost to like forcing it level. You know what I mean? Where... Yeah. It was like kind of artificial, so you could tell. So you know, I, I, I think they were trying too hard, essentially. Yeah, you know? I think I thought he was kind of faking it from the beginning when he was like, just the way he proposed in the little pod, and he was like, "Oh, baby, you make me so happy." Yeah, I'm yeah like, oh, okay, I know. this is a little, this is a little fake. Like, stop it, yeah, stop it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's it's so hard to like gate like grasp just how emotional they actually were you know because mm-hmm. they they were but it's like i wonder if i was in that situation if like you i don't know it's almost like um ex machina or something like that <laughs> where it's like 
you're just like left in this situation. This is kind of all you know. And maybe like it's easy for us to say like, how can you really be that attached to them? You're just talking to them essentially, right? Uh-huh. But like for them, that's all they had, you know? So it's like they just right. felt each other, you know, with everything they had essentially. Yeah, I think and so there's a larger portion like what you just mentioned up that I'd like to talk about, um, which is probably more important, the more important pull from this show. Um, people are like, you know, oh, is love really blind? Um, that's kind of like the tagline, obviously, of the show. But I think to a degree, yeah. But what this show did differently than all the rest of these other shows was they put the conversation in the forefront prior to the engagement, or when I say engagement, like physical engagement um, with each other. So it kind of forced people to have a deeper conversation or at least a pseudo deep level of interaction with each other um, and really kind of get down to the nitty gritty so they could figure out, hey, is this person a match for me? Or they could at least build up um, a connection because they are built, they're, they're, they're not, they don't have anything artificial weighing in on the relationship at that time. Yeah, and let's talk about this. Like, that was a good point about the experiment because that's like at the core of it, right? Like, is it is like, did it actually show that love is blind, or did they just have to play the game and they made it work? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, in the end, what was it? Two for six. That came out of the pods, couples that, you know, end up getting married, essentially. Yeah. Like, that's that's pretty low, you know, that's 33% there, so it's like... Yeah. But everyone still made connections and fell in love, so... <clears throat> yeah, it still worked, but it was all part of, like, the game. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah and, and I, but it, I get... But I guess they didn't have, like, a number requirement, which I, again, I liked about the show. Like, they kind of just made, like, kind of, like, set the bounds, but then just let it play out, you know? Yeah. I think another interesting point was, I think the conversation piece is another, I, I, I feel like there's, you know, essentially three stages of, like, your relationship. You got the physical attraction um, or whatever, like, there's going to be some kind of, uh, physical attraction and the fact that you have a physical response to interacting with that person, um, whether it's somebody making you laugh or being sexually attracted to them. Uh, then you have the kind of relational. So like if they're, they make each other um, happy, they enjoy each other's conversation and then they're, but those first two kind of fall under the puppy love uh, I guess guys, if you will, and then you have like the actual relationship. Like, hey, this love is a love built to last, or it, that will last. And I think even with them having good conversation and building building a good base, um, not based around physical attractiveness, um, more kind of like a intellectual foundation, it doesn't beat the fact that it's still a um they're still kind of in a puppy love phase if you will like they have like they're having these conversations they're having these talks but they feel like they can get over anything because precisely it is puppy love i think 
Yeah, and I suppose kind of like to Madison's point, like it did work out where they ended up saying like I love you before they even saw each other. But yeah, they're still yeah. like, <sighs> like <sighs> I mean, I want to, I gotta oh. give props to these people because they were season one, so they didn't know how it was actually gonna happen. You know, <laughs> yeah. so like they like they were saying like they're like what happens if he's ugly or something or she's ugly you know like what the fuck am i gonna do you know yeah and it would have been interesting to see what would happen because that's the thing we, too go ahead yeah Sorry. as we said they're all like pretty they're all you know fine you know what i mean like yeah they're, above they're average, all a, average you know yeah they're all attractive people what yeah. like and what i don't understand is there i think there is about 10 people on either side um 10 males and 10 females and what you had six couples so you're looking at four on each side that were not um like did not click and like they showed everybody and there are some people who were not as attractive as the other group and they just never mentioned them at all like they didn't like they they show up in like one little session and that was it you know like you wonder like were they plants or were they (laughs) you know like or were they just, they actually didn't make, like, they didn't have an attraction? I guess to a certain point, LC was, she she was one of the attractive people, and she didn't find anybody to mate with, you know? So maybe the other people just didn't. But the, the odds should have been that, you know, somebody who was less of, like, they all, they, and again, all of them kind of match their numbers. So if you have somebody who's a seven, they typically matched up with another seven. If you had somebody who was eight or nine, they matched up with their eight or nine, you know, and there was, there should have been statistically somebody who is, we'll just say an eight who matches with a five. Uh, if they had somebody and, then, and even the other people who are there were still fairly attractive. They just were less attractive than other people, but that should have happened, you know? And I don't know where, like, if, if they did that on purpose or what. Yeah, I, th- I found that so odd how, like, they just, like, that's not like any other show, you know. Like, every other show, they show everybody. And, I mean, some people obviously leave earlier than others, but at least you got to see them. But this one, it was just like, they're just gone. <laughs> you know, like you, and also you never saw them, you know what I mean? It's, except for, like, what, like you said, like, they're in the background. And it's hard to believe that they didn't have, like, one or two dates which date is just like they talk in the pod for like yeah. a night or whatever and like it's hard to believe that there was nothing substantial that came out of it i guess when they were thinking about making the tv show like you don't really want to dive into a story and like end it essentially in the first episode i guess but right i don't, I don't know i i think they might maybe, maybe they should work on that with the um next seasons which i'm guessing they are, they're gonna have but uh yeah, yeah that, that was kind of an interesting dynamic of the show Oh, I think season so they had on multiple uh, streaming services. They started to do this kind of reality TV show gig, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a season two. And I can I'd be willing to bet in this season two just for the the ratings. I think they're going to match up somebody who is extremely attractive versus somebody who's moderately attractive. Oh, um, really? I, th- I I can almost uh, I'd be willing to bet ten dollars on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. not, to, not eleven, but ten. <laughs> um, I just googled uh, what happened to the other members on the show that didn't fall in love, and uh-huh. on the Insider it says that eight couples got engaged on the show, but only six of them were featured. 
What? What? Ain't that some shit? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they're leaving that out. I wonder... I don't even know who the other people were. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Oh, wait, here we go. Here's here's another one. I'm looking, it says... There's... There's see, E.T. also spoke with two other men who got engaged in the pods during their separate interviews. They share the story. Lexi Skipper and Wesley Bayer. Um, I don't mm. know who that is. And they look like they're an attractive couple. I don't know why. Maybe they were too too bland. Uh, maybe. It says, it says, despite the brief airtime he received, fans remember, remember Wesley uh, when he opened up about his height insecurity. Ah, yeah, the short guy. Mm. Uh, and he connected with Lexi. Uh, and they're, they talk about their love language. And uh, <laughs> how about this? Is after Wesley and Lexi got engaged and met for the first time face-to-face, they were then told that they wouldn't be going to Mexico with the other six couples. <laughs> Nah, you didn't make the cut. <laughs> That's like we were talking about last podcast. Like if it was like a one in a one, they'd be like, yeah, we're just not going to show you guys on TV, you know. <laughs> but uh, maybe they only paid for 12 people to go, essentially, huh? Yeah, I don't know. So I'm going to read the print. It says, uh, after the engagement, uh, we spent the next few days together before Lexi had to travel for a wedding. It was our decisions, the producer's. Uh, never really reached out to check on us. <laughs> it just dropped them. It felt weird because one of the last things they told me was they didn't want to mess up our relationship. <laughs> what? Uh, so there's another reason they had to let us go. Uh, I would have loved to thought they would check up on us, but that didn't happen. And they ended up breaking off their engagement shortly before Christmas 2018. So, wow, Christmas 2018. So this... Show yeah, that actually that, that that makes sense. When did this show does it say when it came out on Netflix? Uh it what said twenty twenty. I, I I checked and I thought it said twenty twenty. Isn't that so odd? I guess it takes makes sense with production and all that type of stuff, with like how much how long it takes to get it published essentially, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, there's a oh here's another couple. Uh Rory Newbrow. And Danielle Druin. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I just read about them and it said that they dated and then they broke up and then she dated someone else from the show. Oh! Really? Sookie, Sookie now. <laughs> Maybe Kenny. Dude, what if that was, dude? Uh, this yeah, this should be, be hot, too. Yeah, they they missed out on uh, some good drama they could have recorded. Yeah, so for this one, I look I'm looking at the guy and like she's pretty hot and the guy looks kind of funny. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop this uh, picture in the chat here uh, if I can. It may take yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna yeah. It's that's... uh. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. What a fucking bombshell Madison just uncovered, huh? Wow. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. they didn't get invited to Mexico. Yeah, yeah that's pretty fucked, man. Isn't it? Or did what they is... just take too long to get together? 
I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just imagine them having their bags packed, ready to go, and like the tournament. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they just tap them on the shoulder, like, "Yeah, you're not gonna make it, guys." Yeah, you know what? Um, you didn't make the cut. Uh, we will pay for your flight back, but yeah, you know, just, I don't. Know. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh yeah, this is the the so the this Rory guy. It says he was kind of the in-house therapist. If you remember that guy, he was always asking like really good questions yeah. and really pointing. He was talking to Garnett a lot. Oh yeah, that's right. Man, I forgot like everything that happened in that first season. Oh, well, you, you, they just too. they just focus on everybody else. That's the thing. That's that's the trick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that guy does look a little weird. Oh yeah, I remember him now. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Well. It's not like he looks. It's not that he looks weird. He just, I don't know. Maybe that picture, like he, he just doesn't look. I don't know. I, I'm terrible dredging attractiveness in guys, but I don't know. Maybe it's just a bad picture. But I think uh, they're probably a bad one. Yeah, they might actually. They're probably about the same. I'd say. Um, the article we're referring to, if anybody wants to take a look, is uh, ET online. If you type in "Love Is Blind" cast couples. Uh, are still together or something like that. It'll, it shows you, um, kind of what, uh, what all is happening uh, now, but it's just, yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Like we should have, I don't know why we didn't Google this earlier. Props to you, Madison. You're the real MVP of this episode. <laughs> That's right. She's like the Jamie. She gets the Jamie award for the day. <laughs> wow. That's crazy, man. And again, it would have been crazy to see like what they would have done. I mean, I guess we wouldn't have seen it, but if, like, nobody got engaged or, like, one did, you know, like, what they would do. Yeah. I'm, well, and I'm reading – so this is uh, another bit of realness, I I guess you will. Uh, this is for the Danielle chick. Uh, it's Danielle and Rory. It says uh, – I just lost it. Um, yeah, it says Danielle and I were together after leaving Love is Blind for about a week and a half. For two weeks and as we started to coming started coming back and rejoining the world i think it just started to dawn on us that this wasn't what we thought it was uh, we're actually good friends now and so it was very amicable but we're not entirely sure if that connection was strong in the pods so this actually st- is starting to make me think of a, another very similar uh uh aspect to relationships so I think they, because of their close proximity and the amount of interaction they had, they were, that's kind of, and and on top of being kind of secluded away from the rest of the world, that's kind of what their relationship was built on. So you see this on, uh, like a lot of times people go on deployments uh, when they go on deployments as, as single people, they end up hanging out with certain people and then they kind of either develop relationships or like they'll have something like kind of a, like a little boo thing or whatever during that short amount of time. And then they go back to when they get back to the real world and then all of a sudden they, uh, you know, <laughs> they just kind of go their own separate ways. It's, it's interesting to see that. Like, I feel like that's a that happens a lot. And then or you can also see that when you go to other bits of. I guess training or like you're in a, like a summer camp or something like that, where you're very close to like a set group of people. And then you get back to the real, and then once you have to actually address the realities of 
what's happening in the real world and the likelihood of your relationship succeeding, um, that happens. And you're like, well, uh, like every, everything that bound the bonds you formed are just kind of like erased almost in that moment. Yeah. And it is, that is a good point. Like it is kind of fucked up. Cause we saw that happen with, um, that's probably a good transition to Damien and what's her name? Gianna G. Giannina. She's a uh, Venezuelan, but she's in America. But, um, we saw that with them specifically because she did a lot of like social media or something was kind of her uh, business or whatever. Yeah. Well, there's two people. There is two social media people. I'm like, how? Are you, what are they? What kind of money are you guys making? Uh, yeah, I know these fucking influencers. But, um, which by the way, it shows that kind of like what you're talking about with the memes, and then then that's kind of like an ad essentially because it makes you like look into the show, you know. But uh, yeah, that showed up with Damien and. Giangina. Giangina. <laughs> oh my god. I just call her G. Um, how she like once she got her phone back, then she kind of stayed distanced a little bit because she would always be on her phone for her like work and stuff like that. Yeah, and she yeah. didn't notice how, and he hated how distracting it was essentially. Um, and yeah, that's it's like, like you said, they kind of put them in, you know, almost like a simulation essentially. Yeah. <laughs> a simulation in the simulation. Uh. And it was like kind of an artificial relationship where they're like, yeah, this is good. And then they go out in the real world and like get back to their normal lives. They're like, what the fuck's happening? You know? So that's, that is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, but De- uh, Damien and G, that kind of got rocky pretty quick, huh? Yeah, she said some Oh yeah. stuff. Yeah, she said some fucked up stuff. Yeah, but what, how, what did she uh, say? I don't remember. She said like, when they had sex, that he said it was the best sex he's ever oh, had, but she didn't say that, you know? Yeah, I was like, yo, you are a savage. Why would you say that? <laughs> like, that's like, them's is fighting words for real, for real. I think she was just trying to hurt him. Yeah. To, that That's the kind of, like, so that's the. That's the type of girl you gotta avoid. Uh, if, like, and she's the, like, Maybe it's just she's just fitting into the, the stereotype of the fiery Latina, but she was just so will, she was just willing, like she, she was so carefree with throwing out some daggers, like she was just left and right, boom, 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 hit him with the left, hit him with the right, and she was about it, like she was ready to just destroy him, like yeah. emotionally at a whim's notice, you know, like on a whim. It's crazy. Yeah. I would have too upset about it though. I know that's why he's like they're probably okay together, but they're they're the type of couple that's gonna break up, get back together constantly, you know, and they're like both yeah. firecrackers, and yeah. they're just that's the way they're gonna live their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle that just because of like like when is she gonna go off next? And like you know, it's just like no, thank you. You know. And that's why he said no because she was on and off all the time. Yeah, and uh, but hey, they're still dating right Mm -hmm. madison uh saw a post from her uh, with them two together too so um i guess it's still working out but that'll be interesting to see but that was that was the first wedding that they showed and then he said no and she said after she said yes and it's like oh fuck oh he said it yeah i was like oh now because i was like oh yeah he's all about her and then that one was one that i could kind of um 
I, I could kind of get behind his uh, response to how yeah. she was just so, um, I don't know. She just kind of, he, he was trying a lot. And to, to be fair, though, um, he was kind of demanding. He was very calm and level-headed about a lot of things, but he was very much, um, it was his way or the highway kind of, or like he, he, she thought she was always right. And he thought he was always right. He like, uh, I don't know. I just didn't get a, a warm fuzzy from him sometimes. Yeah. And he was very emotional too. Like when she proposed to him, I mean, again, we're not in their shoes, but like when she proposed to him, he was like kind of crying and like breaking down, but then also at the altar, he was just like breaking down more than like usual, essentially. And yeah. then I mean, it must have been such a hard thing to say no at the altar, you know, especially because he said, which I understand too. He like he said, I was sure that you were gonna say no, so I wouldn't look like you know an asshole. But then I had to say no, you know. So yeah. <laughs> and again, with like the trailer, like looking back, you can kind of tell that's her. That's because they show somebody running away in a wedding dress. Uh-huh. And you can kind of tell that's her, but that was so um, that was so dramatic. Like I'm sure the cameramen and like the producers loved that 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 happened. You know, yeah, they chased her around. And uh, and then that she like slipped and fell. I felt bad about that. Wait, she fell. She fell. I don't remember yeah. seeing that. Yeah, she got mud on her dress, which was I'm sure it was like five thousand dollars. Or something, yeah. so, yeah. But then but then it was really messed up. Like, her mom came to her. Or not messed up, but just, like, I guess interesting. She was, her mom was like, man, he should, you know, you should have been the one to say no, not him. It would have been so much better that way, essentially. Well, she just didn't want her to be hard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just, like, she just wanted it to work out in a different way, but still the same result, I suppose. But, yeah, man, I mean, dude, it must be tough for your parents to see that. But, like, again, it's one of those things you can't, like control and they'll be fine you know what i mean um like i remember mark talking about that too like he was like if she says no it's okay i'll be fine but her and then his mom was like well i just don't want you to break your heart he's like i'll be fine it's okay you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. but that must be tough to see as a parent i'm sure yeah um and i i also think it's kind of again in general like isn't it kind of tough to be like their friends you know like you want to be there for them, but it's also like, hey, just to let you know, this wedding is going to be taped and it's going to be on a TV show and it's going to be like dramatic or something, you know? Like, yeah. It's like everybody's kind of got to go with that, you know? That's um, probably why they only had like 20 people each. Yeah. They're the only ones who accepted it, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Anything else for Damien and G? Uh, no, but it says uh, I'm, I'm perusing the internet's uh find it because I'm, I'm fascinated the more and more like i didn't want to dive deep into this uh show initially like to two weeks ago when i saw us but i'm kind of full in like just i'm fascinated but they already are casting uh season two. Oh really yes. yeah and uh they're casting season two uh in, it's gonna be in chicago i think this one was in atlanta uh so yeah. Should be interesting. Probably see Chief, <laughs> Chief Keith up on there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe see you get yay. It's like I'm I'm leaving Kim, but I want to know if anybody wants to date me, anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not leaving her, but I just want to know if y'all fall for me. <laughs> classic, classic yay, yeah, my man. He would he would just try to go for the experiment essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. Hey, uh, 
Like I'm trying to break the simulation, and y'all are all definitely. <laughs> It'll be crazy to see. Like, it's always interesting to see the evolution of those kind of shows. You know, like because again, it's like um, being the first ones on there must have been so crazy. You know, but now you could you know try to get to season two, and you could look at season one, and ex- you know your expectations are kind of caged, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. The uh, uh, the mold is kind of set, if you will. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have much for the other couples. No, uh, it wasn't anything. Like we, so the the uh, the I, I'd say probably the well, I have one thing for this couple I'm about to bring up, but um, the one couple that was pretty much a like I th- I think we probably saw them sticking together the most would be. Um, Lauren and what was his name? Cameron. Cameron. Lauren and Cameron. Uh, they were probably. Yeah, it sounded like from the from day one we're like, all right, they're gonna make it the most. Um, I I think they I think the producers really had to work hard to make it look like there was a shot that they weren't gonna make it. Um. Yeah, with the dad situation, maybe. Yeah. Um. Really built that up. Yeah. And they, they, they brought it up a lot. Like, her, like Lauren brought it up a lot. And here's the thing. I don't think that she brought it up more than needed to be said. I think they just focused on that and they kept on re- – like, it, it could have been, like, you know, a 20-minute conversation where they kept asking her about it. And then she just – like, she talks for 20 minutes on the whole um, – her dad being um, maybe not so accepting of a white guy. And – uh, it was probably like you know, of if they had you know three hours of B-roll, it was probably only twenty minutes of B-roll, and they just ran the hell out of it, you know. And um, so I thought it was that was kind of interesting, but and even in the episode, like they come on saying like he's like she's like oh I don't know if I want to I'm not I just don't know if I want to get married. Um, I was like ah, but I think you kind of do. I, I think you yeah. like it. She was trying to keep it mysterious. Yeah. Yeah, and she was she was another one where I forgot from Cameron because he was like, you know, the day before the wedding or something. He's like, I'm. I feel like I'm just not sure about what you're gonna say. She's like, Yeah, I'm not sure either. It's like, oh, what's <laughs> happening? Yeah, she's yeah. like, I don't want to give you an answer. But right. But we got to talk about Cameron dropping some bars. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Dude, I paused the show before that happened. And I was like, "Is this really about to happen?" I can't. I don't like, he watch was like, this. he was screaming. He was screaming. He was like, "I can't go on." <laughs> <laughs> you sound exactly I like me. That. You're literally like, "I can't watch this." No, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. He's not gonna do. It. Surely, he's not gonna actually. Right. He up. drops. He drops some knowledge. I think. He put. He he definitely. Uh, I wouldn't. I won't give him credit for being a woke rapper, but he's got. A, <laughs> He had, he had some kind of ethical rap in there, so that was that was nice to kind of see, and I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was pretty clever. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's just I, I I just think about his whole uh, his whole thing is very I don't know. It's just, just interesting because he said uh, like I think she asked him like hey. Uh, she, she's like, oh, I never dated a white guy before. 
And I think she was hoping that, or maybe not hoping, but she was expecting him to say he also had never dated a black chick. But he's like, oh, no, I dated black chicks before. And I started thinking, I was like, oh, this guy, he likes chocolate. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I, I say that because like my roommate in college, he was the exact same way. He loved, like, any, if, a, if a chick had any kind of melanin in her skin, oh, he was all about her. So it was just kind of funny. I thought that interaction. But um, the other thing that I thought was kind of, to me, I didn't really notice it until later. But, man, I if I had to guess his love language, his love language would be physical touch because he was all over at all times. Um, yeah, he was pretty touchy. He always had to have a hand on her. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of, maybe it's, and may, that kind of shows that for me, I'm like, physical touch is not my love language. Um, so, <laughs> like, I was just like, man, that's really weird. Like, he just, like you said, like, they'd walk through the door and he would put his hand on her arm and it just like, not leave her, not leave her arm or like, they, they couldn't like, not be in a room, to, or they couldn't be in the same room and him not be touching her somewhere, shape. Uh, so I thought I just got a little weird to me. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Like when they had their group, um, you know, social situations, you only really saw like a few of them talk to a few different people. But I don't think did it. Lauren and Cameron ever really like talk to anybody else. I don't think. I don't know. I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, they did a little bit, but I think because they are such an and it's such a drama free relationship there was not really much to really talk about. So I think Lauren talked with Barnett a little bit. <clears throat> you know, don't quote me on this, but it was either Barnett or Mark. And they kind of had a discussion, and I think vice versa with their significant other. They talked for a little bit just because I think they just wanted to get, like, another perspective. And she was just, like, she was just kind of listening to them talk. And because they weren't like anything crazy, there there's nothing uh, outstanding to get out of it. But then when you see all of a sudden, you know, uh, Giannina talk with somebody like I think she was talking maybe with um, she might have been talking with Mark or something. And they'd have like a conversation and they're just so passionate about each other's people that they were like able to have like a in-depth conversation. And because there was obviously some uh, points of contention in like mark and jessica's relationship there was always there's always something to talk about yeah i think that was like kind of the talk of the town essentially like there was like nothing else to talk about except for that (laughs) you know they were like the main topic i think um but yeah cameron and lauren um i don't know i don't think i really have anything else but yeah they had pretty smooth sailing i think again towards the end i mean I guess it makes sense with, like, cold feet and stuff like that, you know, when it, like, comes up, like, once it's closer. But still, I don't know. I, I found that a little bit, like, kind of, um, what's it called? I, like, kind of left field. Yeah. I think the – I guess another thing I obviously have never experienced, but it, I wonder how big cold feet really is. Like, how big of a deal that is, you know? Um, especially think- in relationships you like they're like i don't know all for the most part of the relationships of my buddies who have gotten married like i'd ask them like hey do you have cold feet and like no nah, not really because they're already like you know they're i think they're all pretty sure that they want to get married you know yeah and uh yeah i could see it somewhat in the sense of 
like the kind of like the last, you know, maybe the morning of, I guess is typically when it happens, just like finally like kind of accepting it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think if you're in like, <laughs> if you're kind of in a relationship for a while and you know, it's coming, you know, and obviously you've been engaged, then you should kind of have a, you know, let it sink in by then, you know? Yeah. It might just be like nervousness. Yeah. That makes people, or like people that don't like to be center of attention. Yeah. They're getting feet just because they don't want to be the center. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be hitting them, like, even though they're, like, they know they love each other and they're, they're going to be in a relationship and they would choose to, if possible, be together for the rest of eternity. The fact that they will, like, they have a bonding thing, whether it's a piece of metal and a piece of paper that now says you are this person's significant other, like, that's probably, maybe that's probably where it comes uh, into where it's just like, hey, um, like, this is for real, for real now. Maybe that's kind of where the cold feet comes from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's, uh, there's one thing I, I go ahead, I'll, I'll come back to if I can think about it, but um, there's something else I wanted to bring up. I can't remember. Yeah, I was going to say, is that is that everybody? I think that's... I think so. Yeah, we think we talked about everybody. We talked about, uh, yeah. I wanted to bring up um, real quick Amber's uh, finances. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Her makeup credit card debt. Yeah, that's got to be something to like. Again, I mean, that would happen in a relationship where like, you know, you wouldn't find something out like that maybe until a little bit in. But still, it's just kind of like something (laughs) like a hard pill to swallow, I'm sure. Yeah, well. I think even at the reunion, she kind of talked about, like, yeah, I'm still kind of struggling. Like, I, you know, worked a little bit, but then I didn't. And then, um, you know, she's like, yeah, she kind of relied on him too much financially. So she realized, like, for her, she kind of needs to have her own income just to not be as, you know, not, like, let that affect you, your relationship, you know, which. Yeah, I thought it was so I thought it was kind of interesting in so she, like the makeup credit card like okay i get it whatever she just has a credit card but the thing that blew my mind is she's like oh i have all this college debt and i was like hold on you have this college debt you were in the military you have a gi bill what am i missing here and that's what made me think is like uh i wonder if she got like out for some special reason or maybe she had, maybe she racked up I don't I think she joined right after high school. So I don't know what she used or her GI Bill on or what, but she should have been able to like she should have had that debt cleared out. Um, And I was just like, man, that's a that's a interesting predicament she's in. And that's something definitely to address. I know. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. Like she could have used her GI Bill. The other thing was they never showed her house or her uh, like where she crashed, essentially. Yeah, I, that was another thing I thought it was not a red flag. It would have been a red flag for me, but not for Barnett. Um, yeah. I mean, she did but, say she was homeless for a bit. She couch surfed. Yeah. So maybe she was just embarrassed. I, I would. Yeah, I would. That's uh, what I kind of got. I, I feel like it, but for the show, though, that kind of would have been like a, like they would have enjoyed, you know, making that like a dramatic <laughs> appeal. Yeah. But I, I did appreciate the fact that she said like she – works to live does she doesn't live to work essentially or what is it is it the opposite no that was she works yeah. to live she's 
Yeah, she did, she's not making it like she's not like a workaholic, essentially, you know. Yeah, and um, I can appreciate that, and I I I, th- I think that's kind of how you should you should be. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, I wish I could remember what I was going to say about uh, the. It was something about all the couples. Um, gosh, I I, I lost. That. I should have wrote it down. Oh well. Maybe they're one on ones or something like that, or. The well, on a separate note, the reunion. I thought that the one of the most one another cringeworthy part uh, of the reunion show, and you could see how cringeworthy it was by the reactions of all the other people in the room at the time, was when Jessica started. Or not sorry, Jessica Amber was like talking to Jessica and was like, basically was like, I would have punched you in the face. You shouldn't have. You should never be talking to my man. You're ma- you're engaged to somebody. You got somebody who adores you. Blah 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 blah. And you just see Barnett. He just buries his hand, his face in his hand, and he's just like, oh, she's going yeah. off. <laughs> and then she uh, said Jessica was shysty. I never yeah. heard before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like a word that you don't hear and like you haven't heard since like the late '80s. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, Matt, like wasn't really acknowledging what was going on. He was just looking away. Yeah, he just kind of like looked down. And then you see, uh, it was Diamond and uh, Lorne. They were just like they just both looked at each other, had this shocked look on their face. I, I think I recorded, <laughs> I saved it on my uh, Instagram story, like their reaction because it was priceless. I was laughing. I was like, oh man, that's exactly how I'm like, oh, my reaction would be. <laughs> Exactly Barnett. I was like, oh, please, God. This is so weird. Uh, yeah, that was stop. awkward. Yeah, she's got... She's got she just no- really got ratchet really quick and kind yeah. of... She went up and to... Again, I got a lot of respect for Lauren as a human being now because she just sat there and took it and she was just like... She didn't, she didn't yell back. She just sat there and was like... Yep, uh, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad she kind of owned up to all of that. Yeah. Uh, man, I wish I could remember what the. Uh, oh well. Oh, if I remember, we'll, we'll we can make a a short about it. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I guess in the end, again, like they said, like love is blind, you know, but. I don't know. There's kind of some um, asterisks or whatever it's called next to that, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of like in that situation. But um, I don't know. I thought it was pretty interesting. And again, I really appreciate how they kind of made it more of there was like an experiment flavor to it as opposed to just being like a reality show with like a lot of structure. They kind of just let it happen, you know, so yeah. I think that was pretty good. And apparently they missed out on two couples that <laughs> They yeah. could have, uh, they could have had as well. So that's yeah. interesting. I think the what you just said is he. Uh, I think looking at it as an experiment and not necessarily as a relationship thing, uh, or like a relationship show, is kind of key to understanding and not getting your, I guess, hopes up too much about this stuff. If if getting your hopes up is the right word, um, because really they just want to see if it would work and. Shocker, they didn't work for most of them, so or for the majority of the couples, or yeah. So, you know, it turns out, I guess, even more so, it looks like there are two other couples, so there's eight couples, and only so really they're 
at 25%, you know, they went from 33 to 25%. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I think the, what I would like to see them do is if they kind of, and probably they had to con- condense the timeline so much because it was kind of a initial show and they didn't know how successful it would be, but I would like for them to extrapolate it over like, let's say three months, maybe, uh, instead of just one month yeah. uh, or a month and a half, because I think it was like 45 days from cradle to grave. So if they could just, uh, if they would double that time, I think that would have been good. Like, like you can still keep the proposals and all that stuff the same amount of time, but then like you give them, you can give them their little honeymoon, but then let them live with each other for at least a month and a half or so, so they can figure out, is this for real? Yeah, and I guess I never really thought about, like, cameramen having to follow them everywhere, like, for three months or, like, a month or whatever it is, and only get, like, you know, I don't know, three hours worth of, like, good stuff. <laughs> like, that, must be, <laughs> yeah. that must be tough with the production team, too, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and I think that, like, again, the critical, not flaw, I guess, but, like, point is, like, they're getting married while they're still in the honeymoon phase, essentially. So that's kind of... That's kind of scary. Yeah. I'm kind of scared for Barnett if he's ever going to realize Amber's a fucking, you know, whack job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, she'll go. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I think he's at a, yeah, he's at a point where he, he's probably like, like some people say, oh, I'm not going to get divorced because it's cheaper to keep her. Uh, well, he's like, I'm not going to get divorced because I will die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life will be over. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I, I the other thing I was going to, I wrote it down this time, but uh, go ahead with what you're going to say. No, no, sure. Go ahead. So I thought this is uh, one last thing for me, at least. Uh, I thought this was kind of interesting is how big of a role sex played in this whole uh, scenario. So like they all met and then eventually they like they were basically like, hey, who else had sex to, uh, with each other? And they're like, everybody shoots their hands up. And it's like, that's, I, I don't know, maybe I just don't have those conversations. But I'm like, that's kind of a weird way. Like, they're just like, they just put it out there right away. But maybe it was because they the circumstances they were in. But it seemed like a really big touching point um, for them. And it was just kind of odd to me that they, they brought that up. So, uh, I don't know. It made such yeah. a spectacle of it. I pointed that out too when we were watching it. Like they didn't, they definitely overshared, yeah. and I don't think it was necessary. I guess. But I yeah. think it was part of the. It was kind of part of like the, hey, how far have you gotten in your relationship type thing? But yeah, I think that is weird. I mean, it definitely does happen in groups of people. You know what I mean? Because um, I feel like they weren't really that close. Yeah, it kind but of awkward thing to do. It made it seem like they were besties. Yeah, there was I think it was two, I guess, but yeah, and it was kind of their way of like breaking the ice a little bit, or maybe you know something like that, kind of just like throwing that out there type of thing. But yeah, yeah then it didn't make it really awkward for who was it, uh, Kenny? Kenny and yeah. Mark. Yeah, <laughs> Mark. Yeah. They're just like, man, I got these banging chicks right next to me, and I can't do nothing. Like, yeah, dang. yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I and I think uh, because it really in, in that situation the ball is really in the woman's court you know like 
obviously what where they're not going to just like yeah we're going to have sex and like the guy's not like yeah let's have sex and the woman's like no and like like obviously he's like she says no it's like okay i guess we're not having sex so um it it was it, that's probably uh, a little bit of a to them was a little bit of a red flag it's like oh you know like they kind of felt like weird like almost emasculated i guess if you will and then the the, the woman is like oh you know well hey whatever um <laughs> and I felt, yeah, Man, but I'm surprised Gian, or Gianna, Giannina wasn't like, like, oh, we had sex, but it wasn't the best of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I just want to jump on him. Yeah, and um, Amber did the opposite, though. She was like, man, it's like the best sex or something, or like, I want to do it more and more often, and it was like around everybody, and it was like, okay, this is awkward. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just throwing it out there. Can I put the we have sex once a day? Yeah, I know. That was so odd. Yeah, yeah that was Too interesting. Um, yeah. I wonder if there's, like, stuff, a lot of stuff they... Well, first of all, like, when they did have sex, like, I'm sure the cameraman had to be like, okay, this is leading to something. Let's get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> or, or one of the cameramen's like, let's stay and watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just drop it on the counter or something and let it go. Yeah. Um, yeah, that must have been an odd situation. But I wonder how many, like, conversations they had and other stuff like that that they, like, didn't actually keep in the show be just because it was so, like, odd or something or cringeworthy or something like that that they, like, didn't even want us to see it type of thing or hear yeah. about it, you know? Do you think that's possible, to have, though, to have something so cringeworthy that they wouldn't put it in the show? I feel like they're, like cringeworthy oh like everybody like if it's got a cringe meter that's a that's a seven out of eight on the cringe meter we got to put it in the show we got to. yeah yeah exactly. i feel like there had to be something though because they went from not seeing each other to being living in the same room and like sharing a bathroom yeah but not like knowing the person <clears throat> yeah I feel like there had to be something weird. there there must have been like funny real situations that happened that they like kind of glossed over you know yeah yeah. <laughs> Dude, what a fucking crazy. That's like. I'm so excited for season two. Yeah, and for a <laughs> lifetime, those people can like they have something that they did that was like so out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, oh yeah, I forgot to talk about like Carlton said he got like death threats and stuff, kind of like what you were talking about with um, who was it, Jessica? That she got like messages. Like they must have gotten fucking. That's so crazy to like. Well, I think they both got death threats. So I think Carlton got death threats because he was kind of being misogynistic. And but then I think Diamond got a lot of death threats. I think even more so than him, it sounded like, because she wouldn't accept him for being, you know, bisexual. And like, so, you know oh, how like yeah. it is. I think they, I think she got a lot of hate for that. And um, and I think he even brought that. It was like, yeah, it's not fair that she should she have to pay for that or whatever, you know, but. I was like, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, Yeah, but that's kind of crazy that it's like, you know, now it's in their life. You know what I mean? So, like, if people see Barnett and Amber, they're going to, like, go up to them and, like, talk to them about it and stuff like that, you know? Which, I mean, obviously they signed up for it, literally, but um, it's just crazy that they're, like, their life's not going to be the same, you know, probably for a while. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, next possible show is, uh, what's it called? Back with your exes or something like that. Yeah, something. Back with your exes. Is it a reality show or what? Yeah, it's like with a you know kind of like the name implies, 
they just like after being away for like you know 20 years or whatever else they like 20 reconnect yeah some of them some of them's 20 one of them's five one of them's like a couple years yeah kind of ranges but and it goes from like older people to younger people so Uh, but we started the first episode yeah so that might be uh is it worthy it's a little slow yeah right now but I think it'll be good. Yeah, it, it's at least a lot of good talking points or probably, you know, like comical moments. Yeah. I'm going to have to add it to my list. I got another one. I'm going to, like, a, it's a movie. I can't remember. I, I, gotta, I have to add it to my list because I, I got an email from Netflix today saying to, I should watch it. And I was like, oh, it looks like it. <laughs> so, yeah. but, so uh, I guess to close it out, uh, Love is Blind. Is it worth the watch? Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Yeah. Yeah, I would a say. A binge watch. I would say absolutely. I think it, um, I mean, I think all these kind of shows are just like the type that you don't really have to think and it's just like kind of funny to laugh. You know, it's just good to laugh at and like, I yeah. wish we were all like watching it together so we could have like, <laughs> you know, live commentary I think would be yeah. so fun, you know, just like the crazy shit that happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say, uh, I think the show's, it gets a, a watch from me or a must watch, especially in the times we're in right now with quarantine from COVID. Um, there's not really an excuse not to, to watch it. Um, if I had to pick between this and like some other show, maybe I'd pick something else. That being said, um, I think I, what I really appreciate with it is the, again, kind of one of the foundations of the lack of luxury is, you know, talk about relationships. And I think this one, definitely offers plenty to dissect so <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely well uh unless all you unless you got anything else i i'm i'm good no i think that's it we'll uh, catch you guys next time yep see you later the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the u.s government